I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078 800-535-6078 That's 800-535-6078 Thank you for that, and welcome to another live edition of Tittle Lightning Sports with Rick Tittle. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, rollerball, chess checkers, rugby, cricket, that type of stuff. We'll do it together at the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY. Don't write it down, dial it up, 1-800-878. That's 7-5 and a 2 and a 9. Coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. And uh, I'm a FAN of AFN, whatever force you're with. Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, National Guard, Space Force, Delta Force. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're proud of you. Keep up the good work. Other ways of listening to this show, if you're not by an affiliate, remember terrestrial radio means radio on Earth. Extraterrestrial radio is when an alien is working the board. But you can catch us on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app, twitch.tv, and the Twitch uh, High Def Cam, right after the break, is going to be on Casey Lee, the stand-up comedian. He is headlining the world-famous Punchline right here in downtown San Francisco. So we're going to actually start off the show old school with a comedian in studio for a couple segments. Karen Lyle, as always, will join me, as she does on Tuesdays at 9.30, to talk salesporttalk.com. We'll revisit Marie Rogers. Comedian Selena Ringel and her husband Dan Levy Dagelman will join us. They have a new movie called You, Me, and Her. Also in the second hour, Brian Boone, the author of a new book called Strange USA. Redundant. Pro Wagering will check in at 11.12. And we'll get into that as as whale. As whale. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. I think I said that. CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel. Tune your cable provider, 35 million homes, homes all across North America. Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Tittle Lightning Sports with Rick Tittle on Facebook. You can stream us at sportsbyline.com. Any emails, rick at sportsbyline.com. They go to me, but we'll take a quick break. And when we come back in studio, comedian Casey Lee once again at the punchline tonight. Come on back. 
Hey y'all, my name is Tiara, and a little thing that I love about the Chick-fil-A spicy chicken biscuit is that it has the perfect amount of spice to jumpstart my day. Whoever thought of it, thank you so much. Hi, my name is Robert, and a little thing I love about Chick-fil-A spicy chicken biscuit is the biscuit. It reminds me of my grandma's homemade biscuit. It's always buttery and savory. Then you add the spices, instant classic. Order the spicy chicken biscuit on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real Chick-fil-A guests paid for their testimonials. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs, no agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. Sellfast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. And if you're watching on Twitch.tv, you can see on the high-def cam, comedian Casey Lai. It is spelled L-E-Y. It has the uh, very Hochdeutsch traditional pronunciation of Lai. I had said Lee, and as a German-American who speaks German fairly well, I'm now embarrassed. 
It's um, I'm ha- I'm I'm uh, thankful that you're embarrassed for getting it wrong. I appreciate that. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been the you know the the bane of my career is having to uh, <laughs> tell everyone how to pronounce my last name. But because it's like a German last name and I'm white, no one really cares if you get it wrong. <laughs> you know, you kind of just have to go with it. Um, and so that's what I'm here doing with you. Mr. Tittle. Title? Title? Well, we, yeah, you could go title if there was one less T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, by, yeah. and people have spelled it that way over the years. I but, believe it. Yeah. But also nice to be here with uh, another handsome genius. Oh, well, thank you so much. Well, that's a kind of a nice little compliment for yourself, too. I, yeah, I knew what I was doing. <laughs> we'll let your, your viewers on Twitch decide. Oh, very good. Um, I remember Joe List told me that when he was starting out, just pe- as far as people getting names wrong, is that that uh, the guy was real quick who was going to introduce him said, what, what's your name, what's your name? He goes, Joe List. He goes, what? He goes, Joe L-I-S-T. What? He goes, Joe List, L-I-S-T. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, wel- welcome Joe Listy L-S-T. Yeah. The Italian comic Joe Listy L-S-T. You can get that. Yeah, and I and again, like I've done plenty of shows. I mean, look, I don't hold it too dear, especially because... Uh, well, I you know it's my name. I want people to get it right, but like also like it's just one of those things where people are gonna remember it or not, and they're gonna try to figure it out one way or the other if they like you, you know. So after you know getting off stage, if I've done well, um, uh, you know, I'll kind of try to remind people. But also comics, you know, comics have a lot of stuff running through their head, and especially the host. So if they just get your, if they get it generally correct, I feel pr- I feel pretty proud of them, you know. <laughs> Mark Norman, I'm going to drop a lot in. <laughs> so far, yeah. Because they've all comics I like so far. They've all been in here over yeah. the last you know 20 years, whatever. And um, but he said one time when he was so excited he was going to uh, host at Caroline's, and it's no longer you know all shows or open mics or the Creek in the Cave. He was going to like host at Caroline's, and so uh, Joe DeRosa was coming up next, and he said uh, he goes, "What do you want me to say to you?" He goes, "Just say you know whatever, like Netflix special." And he's like, "Okay." Ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to believe a Netflix special. Joe Rogan. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh. And he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I, I meant Joe DeRosa. Have you ever gotten like a malaprop like that? Um, uh, no. I mean, I, I feel like people have a, a, an expectation sometimes just because, uh, let's say it's it's uh, it's radio or something. And you introduce, introduce me as Casey Lee. Um, some people will think I'm like a Vietnamese girl, you know? So, um, I do, I do, uh, you know, it's the, my parents gave me a, 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 you know, a gender neutral name. Um, so I got to pick my own gender, you know, um, which, and I chose a gay male princess. Um, (laughs) wait, 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 gay male. Well, then you added on princess. Yeah. Well, I want to be very specific. These are very specific times, Rick. (laughs) I know, I know you're a big call of duty fan. And uh, I made that up. But <laughs> if you play it. now, there are so many different um, <clears throat> rainbow flags, and I swear there are 50 of them. And one of them is like non-binary gender fluid. And the other one is like, I mean, it's just... It's hard to keep up. Yeah, I was just saying, do you someone like, oh, wait, no, that has light pink over there, and then there's no brown stripe, so that means... I try to be a decent ally, but I have to say it's hard to be one when it comes to the flags, just because the flags are changing so much, and I don't know what they all are. And the kids these days, I know, I know, I'm a, I'm a man of a certain age. I know your Twitch viewers probably think I'm just like a 19 year old kid who just rolled in here and having a great time on the show. Uh, but I, I've, uh, you know, I've been around, and I'm, I'm, I, I'm the type who I'm like, go for it. You know, we don't know yeah. any, we don't know anything. You know, mm-hmm. we know less about sexuality than we do about the, the universe. You know, it's just like kind of. 
kind of constantly changing despite people wanting to um, cordon it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am, uh, so I, I kind of, you know, to a certain extent, I trust the kids. I'll tell you why, because I've watched the adults just mess everything up over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do kind of believe, like, you know, like I listen to the kids. But when it does come to the flags, I'm like, ah, there's not enough room on the flag. <laughs> you know? We want to, I want to be able to discern it and it's all new shapes. And, I, and another thing I think a little bit, I see all these, you know, it is Pride Month right now and I'm up here in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite places in the entire you world. You used to live here. I lived here for a long time. I came here, I uh, moved here to uh, be gay. Um, and uh, I did a good job. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> uh, we go back to Rhode Island. It didn't work. <laughs> they're like, ah, he, he's not as queer as he thought he was. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, what was I going to say about the, oh yeah, it's just, it's, uh, I, I, you know, I see it's just become such a weird fighting point. Like if you don't have the right flag in your window of, and you're owner of a shop, are you really the right enough ally? Are people going to protest you if you haven't, if you haven't updated things like that? And I just, I just feel like we need to, to give people who are trying, um, I don't know how this became political. Well, it's you just, brought up flags. No, it's, and all of a sudden, flags are so political. <laughs> Let me show you this. Uh, I'll show it to you. This is uh, on my hike yesterday. Okay, it's a Ukraine flag. Yeah, and it says, "We've got your six. I don't know what that means. It's a military term meaning six o'clock, meaning we got your back. Oh, we got your back. Love yeah. that. Okay. Now, here's the thing: Is the war over and Russia lost, or if they called and said we'd like you to man the fifty cal on top of the tank? <laughs> so, where do you draw the line between I'm going to make my Twitter picture the rainbow or Ukrainian flag or BLM, right? And then do nothing about it in my regular life, but look like a hero. Well, that's where. Where was this hike that this you were on? This was in Berkeley. In Berkeley, yeah, I do wonder. Um, you know, what kind of arsenal said Berkeley uh, uh, <laughs> resident on your your nature hike has in the back? But you never know. You never know. Um, but I, it is interesting. I mean, I, I there was a there was a moment I remember when the when that the war started. And I just feel like everything was so messy in the world and it felt very much like, um, for lack of a better term, end times. Mm-hmm. But there was a part of me that was like, I mean, if I really want my life to mean something for once, maybe I should just go enlist. But I would be so unhelpful. <laughs> 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 like, there was, a, there was a, I was like, the world is ending. Uh-huh. And, it, and I feel like, you know, finally this is my time to, to do something. You right. know, like I'm a fan of like Greek and Roman history. And, you know, yeah, like, I'm a history know, guy too. You really got, and like, mm-hmm. you know, if you really wanted to live forever, you had to make a name for yourself you know mm-hmm. um but again i would i don't i think i would i would i, I would get in the way more than anything else i, I feel like get their six if i <laughs> if i was in ukraine what i would have done i think was i would have volunteered and said give me an ak and i would have got killed on the first day yeah that's before what, you could finish saying ak-47 yeah, yeah I, I would i would I, I just i don't have the training and i Same. would just expose myself and and yeah. So I'd like to think I wouldn't run away. I'd like to think no, I got to fight. But I also I'm also not so blind to think I would be Rambo. I hear that 100%. I wouldn't be Rambo. I'd be uh, ram- rambling in the other direction. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, the other thing is, uh, with our German last names, we wouldn't help the narrative that uh, the Ukraine's full of Nazis. <laughs> they kind of they helped in World War II. Yeah. <laughs> Quote, unquote, help. <laughs> Hilfe. Yeah. Speaks to Deutsche Ambition? Oh, uh, nein. All right. Nice. Well, you also, I mentioned uh, a Rhode Island guy, and we're going to take a break in a second, but I remember working in TV. It was all like Boston and New York guys here in town. And I worked in TV all through the 90s, and there was a guy who came from uh, Providence. Yeah. And he said, I'm a roadie. I'm not a mass hole. And I was like, okay. And he's like, no, it's important you remember that. And I'm like, well, if that's all lost upon me, 
But for you guys, that's an important distinction. It is an important distinction. Everyone lumps those who can't say their R's uh, together. <laughs> <Pop-tacon, Hava John. laughs> yeah, um, and it, we want to make it very clear we're we're, we're not. Um, you know, mass holes have a certain arrogance to them because they're like bigger and and um, worse. Um, and like Boston, Boston, it, it seems to be the center of, of, of New England, you yeah. know, because all of the sports teams get labeled mm. Boston or, or in and around Boston mm. and it's, and it's BS. Okay. Right. Well, as they said in Spinal Tap, Boston, not a big college town. All right. I'm Rick Tittle <laughs> with Casey Lie at the punchline. We have another segment in studio. Come on back. 1-800-878-PLAY. The big stuff. Who do you think you are? It's the big stop. You're never gonna get my love. Now because you wear all those fancy clothes. Oh yeah. And have a big fine car. Oh yes you do now. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget. The largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way 
Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with Casey Lai. He's headlining the punchline tonight. Make sure you get down there right under Battery Street, the world famous punchline. And we were just talking in the break about San Francisco and how lawless like a lot of our (laughs) cities have become. But you're originally from Rhode Island and you said your brother lives out here too. Yeah, my brother uh, got out here before me. Um, uh, He actually, he... Moved to Hawaii for six days after college, thinking he could do that. And then I flew out here to uh, pick up his car to drive it home. Mm-hmm. And then he called me and said, I, is, I can't uh, live in Hawaii. So he uh, flew six back days. here. Yeah. Um, and then he's been here ever since. Started businesses, bars, and dispensaries. I won't name them. I don't want to. I don't want to. You can name them. Can I name them? Yeah. Uh, go on a California Street dispensary to get all of your uh, edibles, weekend fixings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, edibles and vapes, drinks, all the, the whole things. He also owns a couple of bars: Doctor Teeth and Electric Mayhem, mm. um, California Jacks on California Street. Wow. So you know he's doing his part. So you drink for free in this town. <laughs> you know what? I do. <laughs> And I have for a long time. I'm a, I'm a minor celebrity. I was recognized recently. Really? Yeah. Um, it's a mugshot from the post office? Well, you know, everyone from Rhode Island has a mugshot. It's part of growing up <laughs> right. in, in like little mobby. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, felt, it felt nice to, to be recognized. It was for a joke that I, I can't say on the air, but it involves having a small phallus. <laughs> Not mine, but it involves that. And someone was like, oh, you're the... You're the small phallus comedian in other yes. terms. And I was like, no. I like how you cleaned that up for terrestrial radio. I'm here for you guys. Remember uh, the actor Eric Roberts? Yeah. So he was, um, he's been on my show a few times. But one time he was on the show to talk about a um, product for erectile dysfunction. Got it. And three times during the interview he goes, uh, understand, I don't need it. He just felt the urge to say it three times. And I'm like, well. Are you a good spokesman then? Don't you want to say, hey, I tried this and it's great? Why is he the spokesperson for it? I guess he was a, a, a celebrity. You could be like me if you use this product. <laughs> All right, Eric, calm Well, it's down. just like, it's, like it's, a, it's a semi-famous guy who probably didn't break the bank. I mean, I... Have you ever... Like... You know, remember Cameo? Yeah. Do you have one? No, I'm not famous. Enough. I know I talk about how often I get recognized, but I, I don't think I'm famous <laughs> enough. My best friend who is a drag queen, who is a really good drag queen, but not a famous one, has one. And people mm-hmm. pay him for it. Passable? Passable. As a drag queen? famous person? <laughs> <laughs> there oh, was very a, um, I had the inventor of Cameo come in here years ago, right when it started. Yeah. And he said, uh, yeah, and I'll set up your account. I went, no, no, no. It'd be humiliating because no one, no one's going to pay for it. And at that time, I was doing the Oakland A's pre and post game show, right. so I had a little more cachet. Yeah, 
And like, if somebody asks me to do that, which they won't, I'll just do it for free. But can you imagine going on there and it would say like, you know, Bradley Cooper, a thousand dollars, Rick Tittle, 50 cents. Yeah. I could, I actually can't imagine that, Rick. (laughs) 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 Um, uh, yeah, no, I've, I've had, I've, I've seen, I've seen it. A lot of my friends do it and they get, um, Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities to do it, and they cost like fifteen bucks. Yeah, so All right. you know, I don't think you should feel too bad. You should do it. You've got cachet in this town, baby. Uh, nah, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be more. It's sort of like when people will, will like have someone on their show and they'll put in put in uh, code uh, Rick for fifty percent off or something, and they go. No one used it, and I was like, oh, uh, "Sorry." Yeah. Yeah. That's like tonight when you when I'm gonna say, "Hey, who uh, who came down <laughs> to the show from the Sports Byline? Anyone? Nah, uh, you no one wanted to come. This is All more right. for your brand than for tonight, <laughs> since it's worldwide. I'll take it. Bobby Lee one time I love stopped Lee. the show at the punchline, and he had him br- literally bring up the lights, and he said, "Ladies and gentlemen, Rick Tittle's here." And the crowd was like, "Who?" And now this is the thing. I'm not famous, but I have a niche. Yep. I used to do some TV too. But so, if you love sports talk, I mean, you love it, which is mostly high school kids and frat boys. Then, um, you, then you can't believe you're meeting me. But for the 99.9 percent of everybody else, they're like, "Hey, how's it going?" Honestly, we have very similar careers and very similar followings. Weirdly, um, uh, <laughs> my, <laughs> my my show is all frat boys, um, mm. uh, which is. Um, how I like it, um, uh, <laughs> but uh, so so are you? Wait, you're you you were born and raised in yeah in, third generation East Bay. Yeah. Gotcha. Worked in San Francisco since eighty eight, um, which is uh, which is just crazy crazy to me. And I and I love the bit. Have you have so you've had a lot of you've name and drop a lot of com- a lot yes. of comedians. Do you go reg- Do you go to the punchline? Do you like? I I, I do. Yeah. And the, the, one of the cooler things for me over the years is and look to headline the punchline is a massive. I'm deal. so psyched. Yeah, it's a massive deal. But then you get too big, you don't have to do press anymore. Like, like Sam Morell was probably in here five times. Now he's doing theater shows. Yeah. Eliza, Nikki. I mean, just these names. I throw out the first name. I know. Now they're too big, and I appreciate that. But then again, like when Norm would come to town, he was already too big to do press. Right. Yeah. I, and it's fine. I mean, you know, and some some guys, some people just like to talk too. So, right. so but Norm Norm is just a good guy. Some guys come in like Bobby's they, a good guy Dana too. Gould and Chris Porter will come in because they're friends. Yes, yeah. Dana and I go way back from me being a fan of his from yeah. the 80s. Um Tom Arnold came in with a sore throat even though he didn't have to. Uh well he probably had some like Trump uh anti-Trump <laughs> stuff he needed to <laughs> just talk talking to the air it talked to say any to anyone. Yeah, that was like <laughs> 10 years ago, but it's funny I bring him up because he came in and he was like hey, I have no voice. Oh, and he had two shows that night. It was a Friday. And I go, look, Tom, just go back to the hotel, drink some tea. He goes, no, no, I'll be all right. That's so funny. And I'm like, save your voice. He goes, no, no, it'll be fine. He did the whole interview like that. I, I love that. I mean, just some people are just good. Comics are, in my mind, are either the best people in the world or the worst people in the world. Like, there's no in between. <laughs> you know, we're all damaged and we all do this for like a reason and not, and your damage either makes you like great and love people or just like a really, really mm-hmm. bad person. Um, and I think Tom is a good guy. He he seemed like a really good guy. Yeah. I, um, the, the one thing I'd like to do is meet comedians who say that they like their dad because all I hear is that I just want my dad's approval. I hated him. It's funny. I love my dad. Oh, great. I have a good one. I have a good one with dad. I mean, as, an, as, a, as a gay Italian, I, have, uh, I don't have daddy issues. I have uh, mama mias. You know what I mean? 
Uh, and uh, did you come out early, or did they already know? Um, I mean, they knew and then ignored. In my mind, mm-hmm. um, I came out. You know, when I when I, right right when I got to college, I was determined to uh, uh, you know mm-hmm. not 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 start lying to a whole new batch. But of did people. you like take a girl to the prom and try to like play it off? Um, you know, I we're we're all great actors, mm-hmm. homosexuals, um, and I I did um, I dated women in high school. My, I went to prom. I went to the first, when my brother was a senior. He's two years older than me. I went with the one clear lesbian mm. in class, and so you know I was like signaling. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I you know like everyone, uh, you know Italian Catholic, uh, we were, were raised to believe we're going to hell. All right. I was. I went to Catholic high school and Catholic college. Where'd yeah. you go to college? I went to Dartmouth College oh, in New Hampshire. Oh, wow. You're on Ivy League. Yeah, right? I'm really wasting it, honey. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was up in, Dart- uh, in New so Hampshire. That's so great. Which was wow. great. And, 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 but I will say, after two years in the middle of the woods, I did get a little uh, restless. Mm-hmm. I went to London uh, my junior wow. fall. Kensington? Um, we stayed in Kensington, actually. I went to, I don't want, you keep name dropping comedians and I keep name dropping world-class institutions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went to, uh, the, for a term, the London the School, School of, of Economics. Economics. Yeah. I knew it. I and, just had the other day on, um, maybe Dominic will remember his name, the, the, the Indian American gentleman from New York who went to London School of Economics. Comedian? Yeah. Uh, God, I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name either. I, I mispronounced his first name. Well, that's your thing. It's, uh. <laughs> Was it Hari uh, Oh, Hari Kondabolu? Thank you very much, Dominic. Yeah. Hari Kondabolu? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't, I guess I did realize that. I know, I've known him, known him for years. Um, but, uh. So you're friggin' smart. I, I have, I have, like I said, wasted it, Rick. But, uh, yeah, I have. I but have, you're a big success. I'm relatively big success. And we all get to define what success is, don't we? Sure. Um, you know. Was it my mother's idea of success? No. Um, but this goes back to like my father, my father, my father was always like, do what you want, you know? Um, and that was very, that was very useful, mm-hmm. especially in the years after I came out and my mom was like, you can't do that. Oh. Is and your, then, is your brother, is he also gay? No, he's a, a strapping. So he moved to San Francisco of, and, and he, he came here for the cash. Gotcha. I came here for Go something west. else that starts with a C. <laughs> <laughs> the cronuts go <laughs> yes uh exactly um uh, uh yeah go west also my favorite pet shop boy song oh yeah yeah that's very nice now we have about a minute left what are people in store for tonight at the punchline oh a really fun time um you know why I, I try to i'm not a no gay jokes though i <laughs> will if you're coming not for gay jokes i will do everything i can if you, I, I promise you this. If you come and you say that you came here because uh, Rick Tittle sent you, I will do one straight joke at least. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Social media-wise, at Casey Lai on Twitter, um, L-E-Y. Yep. And Instagram, I'm a little more, more active on there these days. Not just because Elon ruined it, um, oh. but uh, because it's so much work. Um, uh, yeah, K-C-L-E-Y, lies, I spell my last name. You can find me on all the socials that way. Anything in the pipeline? Specials? Acting? Um, you know, the 
Hollywood is shut down. Right That's now. true. Writers strike. Um, so I, I'm just going to be doing a lot of shows around the country. So um, uh, follow me, uh, and you can see me in a town near you soon. Casey Lie, that is L E Y. Coming up next, Karen Lyle and Marie Rogers with SalesportTalk.com. It's great to have you in studio, my man. I was so so psyched to be here. Thank you very much. Great way to start off the show with Casey Lie. See him tonight at the Punchline. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back. Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk. This month we are remembering Martin Luther King's vision, and I have with me Dr. Claiborne Carson, the director of Stanford University's World House Project. Dr. Carson, what legacy did Martin Luther King leave us to carry forward? Well, I think Martin Luther King left us with a question, where do we go from here? And uh, that implies that people are prepared to provide answers to that question. And so I, I think we're trying to do that. We'll do our best to try to allow people to learn what is necessary uh, to answer the question. Um, Because I think if we don't answer it, King warns us that our options are chaos or community. And I I would definitely want to move toward um, community rather than chaos. And, And I think that we have now some tools that we've learned from previous liberation movements about how to build the more positive option. Your group has done a lot of research about the civil rights movement. What have you learned? Well, I think learning from the past. Uh, I'm a historian, and I think that we can learn lessons from the past. And uh, and uh, so much of what we describe as human history is really told by those who were the dominant groups. And we're only in the last few hundred years developing tools such as the novel, uh, such as the uh, the narrative of of slaves, uh, you know, all of these are various ways in which people who are gaining uh, the skill to tell their own story, or who have been given that skill by people who want to tell their story for them, that uh, that we begin to see that there's another history, and that history is fascinating and it's inspiring. And it's it's something that we are continuing in the 21st century with the tools that we have available to uh, to make sure that history is told by by everyone who's involved in making history. So uh, so I think that his you know these are essential to answering his question: Where do we go from here? Because it also re- redefines who we are uh, that we are part of humanity and that. That's who we have to move forward with. Thank you so much for developing tools that we can use to work together in peace as humanity. Go to World House Project on the stanford.edu website or just search on Stanford World House Project. This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk.
All right, it is Tuesday at 9.40. This is when we check in with our friend Karen Lyle from salesporttalk.com, who will co-host this segment with me. Karen, how are you doing today? Fantastic, Rick, and how about yourself? Not too shabby. We're quite uh, pleased to bring in our friend back to the show, Marie Rogers, who has been so active in the sailing world, and we've talked to her so many different times and she has co-founded the Offshore Racing Outreach. It is a nonprofit. Marie, welcome back to the program. Tell us a little bit more about that, please. Hi, guys. It's so nice to be back on the show. Well, um, as I said, stated last time I was on the show, that um, you know our racing world, our our sailing world in general, hasn't had a lot of diversity a lot of diverse participants, mainly because of the cost and the history of our country. <laughs> it's been kind of challenging for, for some folks um, to be on the water. So um, I and some other individuals decided to um, start a foundation that would invite people onto big boats and actually do offshore sailing. Uh, a lot of people do have uh, access with sailing schools uh, and whatnot along the coast. But when it comes to big offshore races, yeah, I'm usually the only different kind of person <laughs> that's on boats, and we just thought we would uh, give a leg up to folks who um, don't get invited on to um, to do a trans trans pack or a pack cup race. Well, Marie, how is that um, journey going? Because I know that you bought a boat up here in the Bay Area, and it's been about six months, I think, since we've had you on the show to talk about the progress. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the team you're putting together and the boat? Yeah, well, um, we were approached by a backer uh, almost two years ago um, to put, he wanted to fund this um, this program. And my husband, he's a naval architect, um, has, has refitted many, 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 many um, um, ocean-going uh, sailboats. And uh, he wanted me, because I'm a sailing instructor, to find the people. And so together we found a a boat up in the Richmond area. And it had been sitting for many, many years. It had been sitting since 2006. Uh, the, the previous owners had been in an accident, and they really couldn't take it out anymore. So... Um, we purchased this boat and started to refit in Berkeley, and then uh, it just—it was a huge project, just to say. And then we couldn't. When we were finished, we wanted to uh, deliver the boat down to Los Angeles. We couldn't do so because we took—we still hadn't um, received any. Uh, we're able—we're not able to get any insurance on the boat because it's such a big boat. It's fifty-six feet. And um, make a long story short, we couldn't get it leave um, the Bay Area, and so finally we partnered with our friends at J World Sailing, and we became part of their fleet, and they were fully insured. So that was the only way we were able to bring the boat down to um, um, LA. But you know, it's been a wonderful collaboration. So we will have six uh, crew that are um, students. And um, the other, the two J-Roll guys and I will be the coaches, and we will get the team safely and hopefully fast to Honolulu. 
what it would be like so if someone's listening and they want to, you know, buy some boat, like you said, you saw this big boat sitting there. How much of that is a money pit and how much of that is like super exciting? Like, is it kind of a double-edged sword? <laughs> it is. It's a huge money pit. Um, that's the thing about boats. You might be able to pick up a boat for not very much money, just like a regular boat, like a family boat, anything from like 20 to 30 feet. But it's all the maintenance. It's, if, if it's something that's old, um, you know, it, it's a huge money pit, and then you have to have a slip for it. So it, it is a lot of money. So with this one, uh, we had we had the generous backer, but this is not just your everyday boat. It's fifty six feet. It's a it's a boat with a lot of pedigree. It's done many many Pacific races uh, and Mexico races, um, and the it was actually the designer of the boat and the builder of the boat that we we know we collaborate with them all the time. And um, Alan Andrews, this is an Andrews fifty six. So this is the first of of a. Uh, several, uh, what we call Andrew 56s. So, um, and we know people that have raced on it. It has a wonderful re- reputation. So it wasn't like it was a random boat. It was like definitely like a, a Ferrari sitting in someone's garage for a very, very long time without being driven. And, um, yeah, very expensive, but very, very nice boat to sell. Well, it's wonderful that it has that provenance um, because basically racing boats that have won races and, and have a reputation in the racing community, they get fans, don't they? They do, they do get fans, and that's an excellent point, Karen, because this boat was not on the market, right? This was during the tail end of the pandemic when there weren't a lot of boats available because, as you know, as some of your, your um, listeners may not know, that during the pandemic, a lot of people had a lot of time in their hands, and that people who had the money for this kind of thing bought boats. And, and so there weren't really any any great boats around that would fit this program. That so was really through our friends and associates, and you know, ear, you know, uh, ear. What is it? The expression? Um, people putting little hints in our ears that we found this boat. Could you tell us a little bit more? By the way, we're with Marie Rogers, Rick Tittle, and Karen Lyle for SailsportTalk.com. Can you tell us a little bit more about the Transpac San Pedro to Honolulu? Yeah, it's a biennial race. So every odd year, the race is out of Los Angeles. On um, even years, it's the Pacific Cup. It's out of San Francisco to the North Island. So I'm a Southern California girl. So um, every odd year, um, we leave San Pedro. Um, late June, early July, depending on the, there's three different starts depending on what class of boats you have, and um, then we have basically 2,225 miles of Pacific before we get to Honolulu, and uh, each boat has a tracker. Anybody can follow it. If you go to the Trans-Pacific Yacht Club website, you'll see the tracker information. The name of our boat is Good Trouble. Um, dedicated to, to John Lewis, um, the great, um, um, you know, statesman and congressman and uh, champion of civil rights. Um, so you can track us. You can track any of your friends that you know are, are in this race. Our start is June 29th. Uh, the first start, I believe, is June 27th. And then the, the last start for the super-powered-up boats is, I believe, July 1st. But that's all on that website. Well, speaking of civil rights, we just had our 
Juneteenth um, holiday yesterday. Tell us what you were doing or anything you have to say about that holiday for us. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Juneteenth was great. Um, I spent all my time, uh, Juneteenth, actually working on our boat, getting it ready. Um, I'm in charge of all the safety gear and dealing with um, the, the transpack officials to make sure we have everything. It's basically a binder worth of information and equipment. I had to, I'm checking off and making sure I've completed it. Um, and in dealing with, with crew and workmen that are helping us on the boat. But, um, yeah, Juneteenth is very close to me. I mean, I'm a, I'm a descendant of Juneteenth people. My only four generations ago uh, were my uh, family uh, enslaved people in Texas. And so um, they were on the tail end of hearing the news that they were actually free. Um, I, I imagine you've already talked of the history over with your, your listeners. Um, but, you know, the Emancipation Proclamation um, was, was handed out, and two years later, the people in Texas still hadn't heard because it was uh, basically the, the, the freed slave union uh, soldiers that were black had to cross the country on horseback, and Texas was the westernmost territory, so it took them that long to let the people know that they were free since they were still under Confederate Confederate control. Um, here, here in um, the yachting world, I held our very first Juneteenth at a yacht club two years ago, uh, right before the holiday, uh, before we became a holiday, uh, and uh, it was pretty exciting. I think it was the only yacht club that's ever had a Juneteenth celebration that was at California Yacht Club. When well, you- and you had the honor also of being the second, um, I guess the se- the first African American. Um, uh, Commodore of the Los Angeles Yacht Club, and actually sec- second African American Commodore, and so um, you really push forward a, um, a agenda of inclusiveness and friendliness there, and that's actually how we met when I was a member of the Los Angeles Yacht Club down there. So congratulations on that, Marie. Uh, Rick, go go ahead. You can ask your question now. Oh, just time for one, just time for one more question. When you talk about having crew who have not been traditionally represented in offshore racing, how do you go about uh, fixing that? Oh, geez. That's what I've I've been doing officially. (laughs) I have a committee with Southern California Yachting, and I'm also on the board of directors of U.S. Sailing, and that's like basically all I've been doing is just bringing about awareness. And we're at this point now where boat owners, you know, they'll say, yeah, I'm welcome. Like, I don't mind having a diverse uh, membership in my yacht club or if people want to get on my boat, but no one's actually doing the outreach. There's just a few of us. And bringing about the, the realization to, to people that, you know, these spaces are really boring without any diversity. Um, and what I've also been doing is going into the community and saying and telling people, hey, you know, this is a safe space. You really should come out, learn to sail, and, and race on this boat. But, you know, it's funny because they want to be on a diverse boat, but they don't want to be on an all-white boat. So that's, that's the challenge that I'm finding. They just don't want to have to be in that kind of awkward, like, oh, just, there's just one or two of us? Why can't we be on a diverse boat? So my boat's very popular right now. <laughs> So to find out more about the <laughs> offshore racing outreach online, where do we go? We have a website. It's basically sail 
saloro.org. That's just all one word, sale, S-A-I-L-O-R-O.org. You'll see our mission statement, all the cool stuff we're doing, our profiles. Everything's being still added to that website. So I welcome everybody to join us, and we do take donations. Well, everybody, great, and check also, it mm-hmm. also salesporttalk.com. If you look up Marie Rogers on there, there's a page that has a little bio and has a link to that website. Very good, salesporttalk.com. Karen Lyle, and of course, Offshore Racing Outreaches, Marie Rogers. Thanks for coming back on the show. We appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate it, Rick, and also Karen. Thanks so much. Thanks, Marie. All right, Karen, thanks for coming on, and we'll check you out next week, y'all. Okay, sounds great. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. 
Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. We all have our idiosyncrasies. I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Ah, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Coming up, we're going to have David Wells, World Series champ, through a perfect game as well. And I know sometimes people like that, they go, ugh, David Wells. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) David Wells, it's just like when I had uh, Derek Lowe on a couple days ago. It's always those kind of like big, loud, irascible guys. They end up being pretty good interviews. Not to jinx it, but I've had David Wells on my show before. And uh, they seriously, because they have a lot to say. And they'll be a little bit uh, outlandish. And this was a guy, David Wells, was six foot six and fat. And so he'd always have like the first three buttons of his jersey undone. And he was an intimidating guy. Here's the thing that I've noticed. When you stand on the rubber and you look at home plate, it seems like it's a mile away. But when you're in the batter's box, it looks like that the rubber is right in front of your face. It's kind of like when you take a penalty kick. When you're the goalie, the guy looks like he's an inch away. But then when you're taking it, you see all 36 feet. And yes, a penalty kick is 12 yards. It's 36 feet away. And, of course, the mound and the rubber is 60 feet, 6 inches. But when you have those guys, those big guys, and they have the flailing arms, one of the reasons Goose Gossage was so effective, you know, just big old mustache and spit and slobber and goofy hair. Uh, Eric Plunk, another guy who would plunk you, (laughs) perfect name for a pitcher like that. And you would stand just a little bit outside where you maybe leave. That's the thing I remember about Barry Bonds, and he did have the armor, but he would dig in and he would stand on home plate, and he didn't care. Just fearless. All right, well, Boomer Wells will also uh, bring in uh, Selena Ringel and Dan Levy Dagelman in the second hour as well. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
USA News, I'm Rich Johnson. It did not take long for Republicans to slam the plea deal for Hunter Biden. Here's the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. Do you think it's equal and fair that a political opponent is going to be given jail time, but a presidential son, and if you compare this to other individuals in America that have these same um, accusations against them, the same crimes that they had been guilty of, that they were proposed to have 10 years at other time period. The president's son will plead guilty to two misdemeanor tax charges and take part in a diversion program related to being an addict in possession of a gun. A White House statement says the president and first lady love their son and support him as he continues to rebuild his life. The judge hearing the classified documents case against former President Trump has said August 14th as the start of the trial, but Trump's lawyers will certainly ask for a delay. What will it take to rescue five people on board a small submarine that's missing near the wreck of the Titanic? Very special gear, according to retired U.S. Navy subcommander David Marquet. The kind of equipment is prevalent in the oil well industry where they have, they need to put wells on the bottom and water that's this deep and they have remotely operated vehicles. The submersible has about two days of oxygen left as Coast Guard, Navy and private vessels search an area of the Atlantic that's about the size of Connecticut and is more than two miles deep. Brace yourself for more severe weather today, even as people in some small towns around Mississippi try to recover from the tornadoes that struck yesterday. Felt like a giant was hitting the house with a sledgehammer. I still shook up, man, because I'm thankful to be alive. New Orleans and parts of southern Alabama and Mississippi could get the worst of the storms today. Those storms could reach the Florida Peninsula by tomorrow. Tropical Storm Brett's bearing down on the Eastern Caribbean. It's expected to be a hurricane by tomorrow. This is USA News. The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal, the sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care. Here to keep you firing on all cylinders. Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-284-9275. That's 800-284-9275. Sadness in Denver, the Twin Cities, and Major League Baseball as the longtime voice of the Colorado Rockies is silent. And this ball is well hit to deep left field. And that is over the head of Steer. One run. Former Rockies announcer George Frazier has died. The ex-pitcher worked the Rockies booth from 1998 until 2015. His 10-year playing career included a World Series ring with the Minnesota Twins in 1987. George Frazier was 68. One of the best and most popular NFL players of the past few years, J.J. Watt, might be in the TV booth this season. According to the New York Post, the recently retired NFL defensive end has several offers to become a part-time TV analyst. The report says that CBS is viewed as the favorite to land Watt, with both NBC and the NFL Network also expressing interest. Watt retired this past season after an historic career with the Houston Texans and Arizona Cardinals. 
I'm Brian Daniels. A current NFL star is facing big-time legal trouble. Patriots cornerback Jack Jones is due in court in Boston today after his arrest Friday at Logan Airport for having two loaded handguns in the bag he was trying to carry on to an airplane. One of those weapons had an extra-large magazine, which is illegal in Massachusetts. Jones faces many other firearms charges related to the incident. I'm Rich Johnson, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, Rick Tittle with you. The Mountain West Conference has informed San Diego State University that it will not grant a one-month extension for withdrawal. And, uh, of course, they're trying to go Power 5. Most notably, it looks like they want to go to the Pac-12. And believe me, the Pac-12 is not fired up about San Diego State, except that they're the best school that's available. (laughs) And it's sort of like when you rent a car... Would you like a Nissan Sentra? No. All right. Well, then here, take the Yugo. Wait, 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 wait. I want that Sentra. It looks a lot better now. So um, they did send out a letter to the Mountain West last week saying that they intend to withdraw. And the president of the university, Adela De La Torre, which is, looks really good next to Aztecs, Adela De La Torre, said uh, it was not an official notice of resignation. But if they do depart, their exit fees, they think, are $16.5 million. Uh, and um, the Mountain West says, no, it's basically double that. It's going to be $34 million. So the Mountain West said, uh, that's what's going to happen if you want to leave, $34 million. But 
Adding San Diego State to the Pac-12 will retain a presence in the Southern California area. Obviously not L.A., but they have a nice new stadium they have down there. USC and UCLA, this is their last year in the Pac-12. But this new media deal was supposed to get done months ago. And Fox Sports and ESPN are signed through next year with USC and UCLA. And so... And the, the, the timing of this is all wonky right now. But as it stands, San Diego State, and I agree, is the one of the top choices. And it's a school with 35,000 students. They're, they just played in the national championship in basketball. They're not an amazing program, but they're a lot better than some of these other options. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, Twitch.tv. Hey, how's it going, eh? As I look into the camera there. Uh, David Wells coming up next. Come on back. Do you have three ex-wives and your current trophy wife wants a life insurance policy three times the size of the policies you had to purchase for your previous mistakes? If so, you need to call Big Lou at Term Provider, 800-345-2789. Big Lou is intimately familiar with your problems. And if you're 50 or 60 years old and in reasonably good health, a $1 million policy should only cost about $100 to $200 per month. Big Lou may have a solution for your previous policies as well. You may even save enough money to lighten the load on your new $1 million policy. Remember, call Big Lou. He's like you, except he's only on number two. Call Term Provider at 800-345-2789. That's 800-345-2789. For a million dollars in term life insurance that you can live with, call Big Lou at 800-345-2789. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code GAS11 for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code GAS11. Use code GAS11 for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Cashback's not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running 
out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800 535 Welcome back to Sports Byline USA, coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure now to uh, bring back to the show, great to have him, David Wells, of course, uh, all-star pitcher, and uh, won a couple of World Series as well. We're here to talk about his golf game, though, because he will be up at Tahoe at Edgewood at the American Century Championship. That's going to be from July 12th through the 16th, coverage on the Golf Channel and also on NBC. David, welcome back to the program. And I just, after a few months of the season with the pitch clock and, and uh, you know, guys throwing balls back in, try to reset it. We've got a bunch of different little tricks going on, but we have cut about a half hour off these games. For you, as you think about it, how would that have affected you, or do you think you would have just got on right with it? Well, thank you for having me first. But uh, you know what? This pitch clock, is, I mean – it's kind of stupid, to be honest with you. It, I, I wouldn't have needed it because I worked fast. But, I mean, you can, you know, with what they're doing now and, and with pitchers, I mean, they're obviously they want velocity. They want every guy to throw a million um, doing that. But you can speed guys up, you know, just working in spring training, doing all that kind of stuff. But when you start messing with pitchers' minds, um, I, I think they're doing everything and I've always thought this, is that they're always trying to help the hitters out for some reason, moving the fences in, doing this, doing that, and lowering the mound. You know, Bob Gibson, you know, when they had the mound up high, and he had that, what, 1-1-2 ERA, and then, and then they have to lower it. It didn't matter to him. It's just and what they do. So the pitch clock is, to me, is, is a joke because I think they're going to hurt arms. Because guys, especially the young guys, they might, you know, get a little intimidated, and then they're, oh, geez, i got to hurry up. And they're going to blow their arm out, throwing a pitch at, you know, because they don't want to get nailed for, for the pitch uh, clock to, um, to penalize them. So that's my thought on that. You know, I was thinking, too, with your career, as you came up as a, a reliever in Toronto, and you guys won the World Series, and then in spring training, they're like, yeah, thanks, have a nice life. At that point, did you think the best is yet to come and I'm going to play for 10 more teams and win another World Series and go to All-Star Games? Or, or did you think, oh, my gosh, I guess that's it? Well, you know, I was a little mixed emotions. But, you know what, I knew then that I was – I could hold my own. It was just a uh, organizational – I didn't get along, you know, with Pat Gillick. I wasn't a really big fan of his, um, you know, and just the way they treated guys in the organization that I saw 
going in. And, and I think at that point it was all about the money when they released me because I was in big league camp the whole time and never pitched a big league game. So I pitched all minor league games in big league camp. So, and then they tell me that my skills have diminished. Uh, I'm not the pitcher they thought I was going to be. And, but they had Al Leiter right behind me. He was on the team and he was making less money than me. So it was one of those moves. And it's, it's fine because Al turned out to be a great pitcher. He's a great guy. And, but I just happened to be that guy that they're like, all right, we're going to wash our hands with them. And, but I knew I was going to go somewhere because as soon as they told me that, I had every team of baseball calling me. So why would you tell me something like that? And then turn around, I got every team calling me to pitch for them. So that's why I went to Detroit. The Sparky was going to make me his fifth starter. Wow, that's such a great story now. And it's funny, it just occurred to me, correct me if I'm wrong, you wore a Babe Ruth hat onto the field, but Tori didn't know it. And then it, how long did that hat last? And what was, I mean, I love the fact that you're in the pinstripes and you just embrace the history like that. But did you have to sneak it onto the field? Well, I did, but I, he knew I was going to wear it because I was telling him, I'm going to wear this hat. And then Joe got wind of it and Joe said, you're not going to wear the hat. And I go, Joe... I'm wearing a hat. I don't care what you say. It's cool. It's history. It's just one of those things. And he'll go, we'll see. So, you know, and I go, okay, we'll see. And I end up wearing it. And he didn't like it. He was very pissed off. And so he fined me $2,500 for wearing a hat. Don't <laughs> <laughs> oh, kiss my butt, dude. I'm wearing it. I told, yeah, I go, I told you I was going to wear it. So, and he didn't like me either. So it was like, wow. I was... <laughs> I wasn't a loose cannon, but you know what? I'm a grown damn man. Don't tell me what to do, you know. And and I and I told him, of all people, you should appreciate it because you know he grew up in New York. He was a big Yankee fan. He knows the history of the game, you know, and all that. And and he was a player too. He was a hell of a player. And so I would have figured that he would have liked it, but you know, some guys like you, some guys don't. <laughs> Who liked you, David? What what skipper really liked you? <laughs> Well, I know Sparky Anderson did, the greatest manager ever. He was great, loved him. Um, I Jim Fregosi, Jim Fregosi was awesome when I was in Toronto, my second stint. Um, Davey Johnson was great. Uh, Terry Francona, awesome. Bruce Bochy, awesome. So I had a lot of good reports with umpire with uh, managers, but you know, just certain ones they just didn't, you know. You didn't clash because I did think I wanted to win. You know, I, I felt that was the best pitcher, you know, for, for that team, wherever I went, you got to have that mentality, but you know, everybody's at the starting rotation. They're there for reason because they're good. Just who's better. That's, that's up to the fans to decide, but I felt I could hold my own. I felt I can win every game going out. So, you know, that, that's just how I took every approach. No, that's awesome. Just a couple more questions for David Wells. The uh, in the time you spent in the American League, I'm sure you liked coming to uh, Oakland, even when the teams were good for the A's because of all that foul territory there uh, to yeah. help you on the bump. But, you know, they're going to Vegas now, and, and uh, it's, it's super heartbreaking, especially for Oakland fans, of which I'm one, to have all their teams taken away. But, uh, I mean, Bryce Harper from Vegas said we don't, you know, we'd rather have an expansion team. He feels bad. How do you feel about the whole thing? Well, you know, me going to Oakland all those years, 
playing in the American League. It was hard. The fans were not great, you know, for the other side. But I, I totally get it. But, you know, there'd be games. They're not sold out. They're not this. It's in a bad area. Um, you know, we would stay down at the, uh, the Hilton down there right by the airport off uh, Hagenberg or whatever road that was there. Yep. And it just really wasn't a good thing. People, rooms getting broken into, you know, and, and it just, for me, it wasn't the greatest like you have now because that's what I think they moved us over to San Francisco to the Park 55 because we started going over there. You know, and it's not that far of a drive across the, the uh, Oakland Bay Bridge and all that. But I, I'm all for it. I mean, because if, you're, if your town doesn't support you in a way, you know, now they're like the worst team in baseball, them and uh, who else was it? Royals. Else. Yeah, the Royals. And so, you know, to me, people aren't going to go there. You want to put a good product out there. But I guess since Moneyball, they, they – made some noise with Billy Bean doing all that. And then, but there's years you're not going to be okay. You're not going to be good because you're rebuilding. And then the fans don't understand that, but it has to go, but everybody wants it. But as much money has been thrown around out there, you know, they can do it. But, you know, I don't know. It's How do you think I feel with the Chargers going to L.A.? You know, everybody in San Diego hates the Chargers now because the Spanos has took them there. Yeah, no, it all sucks. All right, I got a hundred more questions for you, but before I let you go, let's talk about that American Century Championship at, Edge, at Edgewood because it is the event, and you got some great players there, and Marty Fish and Mulder, Del Negro, uh, Tony Romo. Uh, how's it going to go for you? How's your how you swinging them? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just one of those players that uh, I think I'm a, a field filler, being a bunch of other guys, <laughs> but. <laughs> I was going to do a shirt. It'd probably get me kicked out, but, you know, it'd be for fun. But, you know, it's it's the greatest event. It's awesome. you got an all-star cast out there. You know, my game is not as good as those guys. I'm like a nine, eight or nine handicap. You know, these guys are scratches, pluses, and, you know, it's just you never know. I usually have the first round. I'm usually top of the leaderboard or in the middle of the road right there, make a run, and then, the next two days, I falter, so it's kind of been a pattern. So I wouldn't bet on me, but I go there and have fun and enjoy it, and you get to see these guys, you know, once a year. Sometimes you see these guys four or five times a year. It's just good camaraderie. You just have a good time. But, you know, you're there for, you know, the American Century. Jonathan Thomas does a great job supporting that event. And then you got Mike Millthorpe and, uh, and all the guys there. Gary Quinn, uh, Johnny Miller, they're all, they do a great job putting this together. So it's, it makes it, makes it a lot of fun for us. There he is, David Wells. I mentioned all-star world series champ and one of only a handful of men to pitch a perfect game in the major leagues. He'll be up at Edgewood at South shore, the American century championships. That's going to begin on uh, July 12th, uh, through the 16th and coverage on the golf channel and NBC as well. David, uh, have fun up there and uh, thanks for coming on and talking ball with me. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Byline. They promised to love tales, get to the part. I wonder if my parents will ever be a part. When my job is a night, I thrill to see her, and that is life. And that is Slim's Has someone in your family lost a job recently, and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? 
Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491-800-361-3491-800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the show. There is a brand new film coming out on July 2nd. It's called You, Me, and Her from Two Hands Productions. 
And uh, joining us on the line right now, it's great to welcome her back to the show, comedian and actress Selena Ringel and her husband, who is a filmmaker. And uh, Dan, I'm going to go Dan Levy Dagelman. Is that right? Daggerman. Daggerman. Ah, damn it. All right. I almost went Levy. I got that one right. Dan Levy Daggleman. All right. Uh, <laughs> ladies first, Selena, from uh, last time uh, we talked, uh, it was about you being a mom. So <laughs> what is this movie about? <laughs> uh, well, this movie is a little, a little different than that. Um, this movie is about a couple who have been struggling a little bit in their marriage. They've been together for 10-plus years. And they go on their first trip without their kids to Mexico. And on this trip, uh, my character, who plays the wife, uh, ends up being uh, hit on by this woman. And she realizes that she's kind of interested. So she asks her husband what he thinks. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, please, like, you know, explore. Uh, that's totally fine. And so they end up kind of reconnecting over this fantasy of having a threesome. But obviously, it's not as simple as it sounds. All right, uh, Dan, obviously, the first question that everyone's going to ask is, how much of this is real? <laughs> well, the idea started uh, based on a true story when we went on uh, one of our first trips after having a baby and Selena kissed the girl. But we did not end up uh, having the threesome. <laughs> but um, but what happened was that uh, basically it brought up a lot of conversations between Dan and I and what it would mean and where we would go and what we would do. And it was, you know, this uh, very... Yeah, and by the end of the trip, we were working on this script. So that's, that's pretty much what happened. <laughs> well, Selena, let me ask, was this the kind of thing you're, you're a little bit buzzed and a girl leans in and she's like, oh, give me a little kiss, or did you, like, go make out on the beach for three hours? <laughs> um, no, you know, I think, on, if I'm honest with myself, I think that I am uh, attracted to women, too, which is interesting because I don't think I have really, um, like, done anything uh, in regards to that, but it, it was a strange experience because for the first time, and I don't get hit on by women very often, but I was in this moment and it kind of brought up something in me and it made me realize, huh, this is something that I kind of am interested in exploring. What does that mean 10 years down the line of being married and where do I go from here? So, um, you know, it was an interesting experience and at the same time, uh, it didn't necessarily go where we thought it was going to go but i think it inspired a bigger conversation uh and this movie which you know in itself is probably better than where it could have gone <laughs> well selena you know you you have a very i mean obviously you're beautiful but you have a very glam look every time i see you and do you think women are intimidated by that the ones that do want to hit on you let's get deep no, I think that most likely they assume that, you know, I'm married to a man and I have a kid, so. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think it's kind of like on the, you know what I mean? And, like that's, it's, and that's what's really interesting about this story, too, is there's so many layers when you peel back the onion of this. Is on the surface, it seems like it can be a superficial story about, you know, like 
sex and all these things, but that getting into that within the context of a long-term relationship, it really gets interesting. So, um, Dan, when you heard that she kissed a girl, did you think, yeah, I always knew that you were a little bit bi-curious, or were you outraged? Well, I was there. (laughs) (laughs) I think you always knew. Uh, I think I always knew, yeah. Yeah, so it's not like it's a a deal-breaker for you. No. No, okay. Um, The other thing is, too, it's funny, Selena, all the Selenas I grew up with were Latina, and that's you, too. You have that sort of that that, uh, Latin flavor to your whole style, too, right? Yeah, well, I am Mexican, so I am, in fact, Latina, and the movie does take place uh, partially in Mexico, and the movie is also in Spanglish. Oh, nice. So, Two two Hands Productions, we're talking about you guys, right? That's correct. Yeah. We are two hands. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, you, uh, I mean, you really put in the work when it comes to the AFI Conservatory and, and getting your master's and, and all that. And where do you draw the line between theory and actual experience? I mean, how much can you learn in a classroom outside of just getting out there in the trenches and doing it? Well, it's all about getting in the trenches and at AFI, I got to back up. Is that's where I met Selena. We we met in the trenches of AFI because that that school is definitely like that's the only school I realized where you like I loved school because there they treat it like uh, making movies with a capital M is the way I put it because like I worked in production in New York and like worked on a bunch of movies and I always wanted to make movies in like a bigger way, but then getting my hands dirty it started with skateboarding and making skate videos and so i always separated these two things and then when we made our film single mother by choice we had we got our hands super dirty because we ended up making the film pretty much just the two of us the last part of it and so this film was like combining all of those experiences together and making a bigger movie but i think afi uh really actually gives you the hands-on experience so like their whole program is you're on set three days a week for like two years the question is now are you still bffs with kayla Mm -hmm. oh yeah i am i adore kayla she's still one of my bffs and she's going to be at my premiere that's kayla crawford part of two moms one mike we talked about that last time um Dan, it's a double-edged sword. You get to work with the love of your life, but then again, you're with each other 24-7, getting on each other's nerves. So what How? What about that double entendre there? Uh, it, it's definitely an adventure, but we have our beautiful son, Matthias, and we're so excited that sort of the family life gives us balance from the work. But right now we're racing to the finish line of our world premiere, and so, yeah, there's a lot going on. And then, uh, Selena, I'll ask you the same question. It's sort of like, I mean, do you have a rule like, look, when we go home, we're not talking about it anymore? Or do you, sh- you know, shake him awake at 2 a.m. and say, hey, how about this for a scene? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the struggle, right? And um, we work from home. So home is the office, and then we work together. And I think, yeah, we do shake each other all the time for all sorts of ideas because we're constantly coming up with stuff and refining stuff and showing each other stuff and um 
we're in it together. And it's not always easy. You know, I think most couples wouldn't be able to do it, to be honest with you. I think there'd be, you know, a lot of murder. <laughs> but, um, but, I, but I think that a big part of how we're able to do it is, A, we're incredibly different. We're just, like, such different people that I think our skills can be very complementary. And, B, I think we take space sometimes and go, you know what, let's get back to this later. It seems like we're not you know, coming to an agreement on something, let's take space, come back and see how we feel, you know, in 30 minutes. And that helps a lot. Um, and and like, Selena's really patient with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I have uh. an, an extraordinary amount of patience. No, I'm joking. Yeah. Uh, but also our son, our son is very helpful, actually, because, you know, before we had our son, I think we were just like obsessed with work 24 seven. And so he's given us like a whole other dimension to our life that I think we both really needed. So that's been really nice. Very cool. From Two Hands Productions, we've been speaking with the two hands, Selena Ringel and Dan Levy Daggerman. The movie is called You, Me, and Her. It's going to premiere at the Dances with Films Festival in L.A. on Sunday, July 2nd. Congratulations on, uh, on the film, you two, and thanks for coming by. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Sure, no doubt. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come back on the other side with author Brian Boone. This report is sponsored by Amazon. Did you know that more than 60% of sales in Amazon's store are from independent sellers? Most of which are small and medium-sized businesses. Amazon released their annual Small Business Empowerment Report, sharing that Amazon's U.S. independent sellers sold more than 4.1 billion products in 2022. That's an average of 7,800 products a minute. Selling an Amazon store has enabled independent sellers to create an estimated 1.5 million jobs in the U.S., fueling economic opportunities in local communities around the country. Matt Slykus, resident of San Antonio, Texas and owner of Boldly Growing, said, For small business owners, Amazon has really leveled that playing field and made success possible for just about anyone who's willing to put in the effort to learn and bring their product to market. To discover products from small businesses, including black, military, and women-owned businesses, visit Amazon.com slash support small. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Attention homeowners, it's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? 
Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Hey, thanks for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, uh, coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It is our pleasure to bring in the spokesperson from Portable Press to talk about their new book, Strange USA, Historical Oddities, Roadside Rarities, Unique Eats, and and Amazing Americans. This is from the same people who brought you Uncle John's bathroom reader and we bring on now brian boone and uh brian this has kind of like a young adult feel to it and it is chock full of uh, tons of facts where do you start compiling these types of things you know we uh the stories seem to find us they uh people send us things we always keep our eyes and ears open i've been doing this for gosh 20 years now so i i just i think i'm just attuned to find the good stuff you know when i go into a bookstore or, you know, I go into our big research library or I'm flipping through a magazine or getting on the Internet. I just, I just seem to have a lot of luck with, with finding the good stuff. And then we, we kind of sit down and, and put it all together, and then we realize, oh, we have, we have enough for a book here about just America and all, like, uh, the kooky, wonderful, silly things that make America so, so unique and terrific. Just rifling through it, and by the way, on the Twitch.tv cameras here, I'm uh, holding it up. Um, Page 141, Real Town Names in Pennsylvania. And I like how you throw Wilkes-Barre at the end to kind of give it some uh, legitimacy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like Burnt Cabins, I can understand that. Forty Fort, I get it. Panic, I get it. Intercourse, I even get that. But Glen Campbell, Pennsylvania, that's the one I'm like, come on. I mean, you know, Southern Nights is a great song. Why not name a town after Glen Campbell? <laughs> Southern Nights, do you ever? Yeah, I'm old enough to remember that. Um, so it's the, it's the only town named after a rhinestone cowboy. Like a rhinestone cowboy getting cards and letters from people. All right, sorry. Going off on a tangent here. Um, and then you have one on 
the corn dog. I just wonder what makes the cut, what doesn't. How did the corn dog make the cut? You know, it's uh, we like the stories behind the things that you see every day that you don't know the story about, or if it's if it's a contested story, like like the invention of the corn dog. Like two guys from Illinois claimed that they invented it, but a guy from Texas claims that he kind of saw the inspiration for the corn dog and improved on it. Uh, Ed Waldmeyer Jr., 1940s, driving through Oklahoma, goes to a diner and he has a, a hot dog baked inside of a piece of cornbread and. He sees this, and he knows it tastes good, but he's like, this could be better if we deep-fried it, because everything is better if you deep-fry it. So him and a friend came up with this uh, kind of sweetened cornbread batter to put it on, and then they came up with the idea to to put a stick in it to make it easier to take out of the hot oil and and to eat. And and so he calls it the Krusty Kerr, which is a terrible, terrible name for a food. Nobody wants to eat something called the Krusty Kerr. So Waldemar's wife tells him, no, you should call it the Cozy Dog. He's like, okay, that's that's a better name. Opens up a chain of Cozy Dog stands, and it takes off in Texas so much that other people start selling the same thing, but they can't call it a Cozy Dog, so they just call it by by what's in front of them, which is a corn dog. <laughs> Not bad. Um, this is another one that I find very interesting. JFK was going to buy the Philadelphia Eagles, and then Fidel Castro and uh, the Soviets ruined it for him. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, and, and this is not a story that was known until the 1980s, when the, the then-current owner of the Philadelphia Eagles went to Washington, met some members of Congress. Ted Kennedy comes up to him and says, oh, I wanted you to know that my brother was going to buy your team. So apparently in, uh, in 1962... Kennedy was not thinking he was going to get reelected in 1964. So he started planning, uh, you know, what am I going to do after this? Well, I'm, I'm filthy rich. Why don't I buy an NFL team? So he was, he was all set to buy the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, and then, like, days later, the Cuban Missile Crisis happens, and he just gets locked into politics, and he realizes that, no, I, I actually do like being president. I want to keep going with this. I think I'm good at it. So he... He gets us all out of uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis, completely drops the idea of ever owning a football team, and then, you know, he was assassinated, so it never would have come to fruition anyway. But, uh, but yeah, like, if you just think about a president owning an NFL team is pretty wild. Nice Hyannisport accent there, too. Oh, thank you. A <laughs> couple more questions here for Brian Boone. The book is called Strange USA. Um, Johnny Appleseed, we always learned as kids that he just wanted to grow fruit trees everywhere, but that kind of wasn't the reason he was doing that, was he? Well, that's what they told us because we were grade school kids, and, you know, they didn't want to tell us the, the real reason, which was it was for it was to make liquor. Because at the time, it, it was not safe to drink the water, and everybody got most of their hydration in the day through drinking, drinking whiskey or Applejack or apple cider. So John Chapman, this really did happen. He's a real person. He really did walk across the frontier and planted, you know, thousands upon thousands of, of apple trees with 100,000 square miles of orchards, but they weren't eating apples and they never were. They're, they're cider apples. He wanted to make sure that Americans could get, could get good and drunk for generations to come. Also, um, there's a uh, monument to Benedict Arnold's foot in New York State, and I think a lot of people don't know 
that Benedict Arnold was a, a badass general for us for a long time in the war. He had horses shot out from under him. He led from the front. He had kind of a disaster in Canada, but it was only because all these other generals were getting promoted ahead of him that he finally said, screw it, switch sides. I actually seen yeah. his seen his graveside right on the Thames there in Battersea, but um, he was a great general until he was now the most famous traitor in American history. So what's up with his foot? Synonymous with being a traitor. So yeah, it's a it's near Saratoga National Historical Park, and it was donated by a historian and a Civil War general, John Watts de Paster. And an inscription on the back says it was erected for quote the most brilliant soldier of the Continental Army who was wounded on this spot. So they they found his foot and they and they buried it there as a as like kind of like a it, it's almost like. Well, part of him was still good, so we're just going to bury part of him. He's only partially an American hero. Synonymous with traitors, but but he still get, he still gets a shout out. He still gets a shout out. It's kind of nice. I firmly believe if he if he didn't switch sides, we would have a state named Arnold. I mean, I mean, he would be. Well, we would. Yeah, he would be one of our biggest heroes. Um, when they did sign the Constitution, though, they decided to drink. Did our founding fathers? How much did they drink? Oh, they drank just, yeah, just gallons upon gallons of, yeah. It says here 156 bottles. 156 (laughs) bottles. They, they, they partied. And that like, wasn't that much at the time. Like they drank a lot. They drank a lot back then. 156 bottles of various of alcohols. Like there's the bill of sale that, uh, that we reproduced in there of just whiskey and just everything. Like they, they partied on the 4th of July. There was a place um, on uh, Solano Avenue in Berkeley when I was growing up, and in the 50s, they had this thing called the kitchen sink where they'd put in, like, just dozens and dozens and dozens of scoop of, of, um, of ice cream. And now I know that they sort of moved that to, the, to Walnut Creek, and I know that made it as well. But I just thought I'd give you a little roots. That goes back to the 50s at, at a different place. So that's my little, um, oh, wow. that's my little addendum to it. Oh, very cool. Yeah. In other words, your book is wrong. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. Um, <laughs> it's incomplete. It's incomplete. What about... It'll always be incomplete because there's always stories. Yeah. What about things like Ouija boards and tarot cards and things like that in America? Um, you know, that was, uh, that was invented here. Uh, the Ouija board was invented here, and it was not, it was not real. And uh, they, they did that as a, as a board game, as a toy... Out of uh, the the late 19th century, there's this big fad of uh, of spiritualism where where people would hold seances and, and they were all scam artists. They would just hold seances and supposedly, you know, Abraham Lincoln was a spiritualist and they they gave it that fancy title to make it sound like it was something more than what it was, which was you know ghost hunting. It's a, it's a reality show. It's they're just looking for ghosts and you know they'd you know the seance uh, you know practitioner would just you know knock his leg on the underneath of the table and people be like, oh, that's a thump from a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, a couple of officials here. Nebraska's official state soft drink, Kool-Aid. Shoot for the stars, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I used to work... only official soft drink. I used to work with a guy that wore that suit that bust through the walls in the commercials, believe it or not. Oh, really? Yeah, he was also named Rick. Yeah. <laughs> How about Montana's state fossil is the duck-billed, not platypus, duck-billed dinosaur? 
Yeah, not a lot of, uh, oh, totally overshadowed by the duck-billed platypus, who has feet like a duck but is furry, as we all remember. And lays eggs and is a mammal, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah, by the way, yeah. what about Americans? We, we seem to lead the, the world in alien abductions and sightings as well, right? Oh, we do. We do, because, uh, you know, there's supposedly the, the facilities down in, uh, in the Southwest, and, there, and there's always an uptick in them during major world events. So that's, uh, that's what, ultimately it's the birth of conspiracy theories is, uh, is, is all of our alien activity over uh, the Southwest. Well, so so that's another American claim to fame. I've thrown a lot at you. What are, what are a couple of your favorites in this book, Brian? Um, I really like the, the story of the Haunted Grand Canyon, and I did not know this before compiling this. In the 50s, two small planes crashed at virtually the same time in this remote part of the Grand Canyon, and it's now called Crash Canyon because uh, rescue workers and recovery efforts couldn't get to the planes. It was so remote. So most of the debris and the remains of people are still there. 50 years later, uh, a park ranger decides to camp out in Crash Canyon, takes the hike solo down there, miles away from civilization. She wakes up at 3 in the morning. She hears voices and footsteps outside of her tent. She opens a little flap on the tent, and she sees this long line of like 100 people walking up the hill toward the crash site, and they're all wearing 1950s clothing. That's some pretty incredible. It just it goes on and on, page after page, hundreds of pages. The book is called Strange USA, Historical Oddities, Roadside Rarities, Unique Eats, and Amazing Americans, available from Portable Press. We've been speaking with Brian Boone. Brian, congratulations on the uh, book. Sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, well, thank you so much. Glad you, uh, glad you enjoyed it. Yes. Sounds like a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. I'm holding it in my hands uh, right here. Uh, by the way... Um, Brian Boone is Uncle John when you talk about the bathroom reader. And we all like to pretend that we're not reading in the bathroom, but I know at Dominic's house they call the bathroom the reading room. Is that right? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. 
One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. 800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. You're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. I like you, but you're crazy. saw Rick Tittle at the laundromat last night, and I was hella checking him out. I just kept staring at him, and he played like I wasn't even there. I be like that then. Uh, closing out hour number two of three, J.D. Sharp will join us coming up next. And um, we were talking about Otani yesterday. Here are the team leaders for the Anaheim, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim of Orange County. Batting average, Shoei Otani, 300. Home runs, Shoei Otani, 24. RBI, Shoei Otani, 58. Now pitching, wins, Shoei Otani, 6. Earned run average, Shoei Otani, 3.29. And strikeouts, 105. There are six categories that pop up And the same guy leads in every category. Now, he's not going to get a triple crown. Luis Arias, by the way, went five for five yesterday. And so he's now hitting 400 again. I wonder if the Twins regret trading the American League uh, champ 
batting champ. The last time we were 73 games in the season and somebody was hitting 400 was Chipper Jones in 2008. He ended up hitting 364. Before that, Nomar Garcia Parra in 2000 hit 400 in game 91, ended up finishing hitting 372. By the way, ended his career with the Oakland A's. But, um, yeah, we're we're getting into some very rarefied uh, eras there. But if you think about someone that can uh, get there, Luis Arias, who once again, the Minnesota Twins, he led the American League in hitting, and they traded him to Miami. Miami. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. USA News, I'm Rich Johnson. It did not take long for Republicans to slam the plea deal for Hunter Biden. Here's the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. Do you think it's equal and fair that a political opponent is going to be given jail time, but a presidential son, and if you compare this to other individuals in America that have these same um, accusations against them, the same crimes that they had been guilty of, that they were proposed to have 10 years another time period? The president's son will plead guilty to two misdemeanor tax charges and take part in a diversion program related to being an addict in possession of a gun. A White House statement says the president and first lady love their son and support him as he continues to rebuild his life. The judge hearing the classified documents case against former President Trump has said August 14th as the start of the trial, but Trump's lawyers will certainly ask for a delay. What will it take to rescue five people on board a small submarine that's missing near the wreck of the Titanic? Very special gear, according to retired U.S. Navy subcommander David Marquet. The kind of equipment is prevalent in the oil well industry where they have, they need to put wells on the bottom and water that's this deep and they have remotely operated vehicles. The submersible has about two days of oxygen left as Coast Guard, Navy and private vessels search an area of the Atlantic that's about the size of Connecticut and is more than two miles deep. Brace yourself for more severe weather today, even as people in some small towns around Mississippi try to recover from the tornadoes that struck yesterday. Felt like a giant was hitting the house with a sledgehammer. I still shook up, man, because I'm thankful to be alive. New Orleans and parts of southern Alabama and Mississippi could get the worst of the storms today. Those storms could reach the Florida Peninsula by tomorrow. Tropical Storm Brett's bearing down on the Eastern Caribbean. It's expected to be a hurricane by tomorrow. This is USA News. The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal, the sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care. Here to keep you firing on all cylinders. 
Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-284-9275. That's 800-284-9275. Sadness in Denver, the Twin Cities, and Major League Baseball as the longtime voice of the Colorado Rockies is silent. And this ball is well hit to deep left field. And that is over the head of Steer. One run. Former Rockies announcer George Frazier has died. The ex-pitcher worked the Rockies booth from 1998 until 2015. His 10-year playing career included a World Series ring with the Minnesota Twins in 1987. George Frazier was 68. One of the best and most popular NFL players of the past few years, J.J. Watt, might be in the TV booth this season. According to the New York Post, the recently retired NFL defensive end has several offers to become a part-time TV analyst. The report says that CBS is viewed as the favorite to land Watt, with both NBC and the NFL Network also expressing interest. Watt retired this past season after an historic career with the Houston Texans and Arizona Cardinals. I'm Ryan Daniels. A current NFL star is facing big-time legal trouble. Patriots cornerback Jack Jones is due in court in Boston today after his arrest Friday at Logan Airport for having two loaded handguns in the bag he was trying to carry on to an airplane. One of those weapons had an extra-large magazine, which is illegal in Massachusetts. Jones faces many other firearms charges related to the incident. I'm Rich Johnson, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch.
Welcome back to the show. Email is rick at sportsbyline.com. Email here from Scott saying, I don't think there would be a state named Arnold. <laughs> I think there would have been. I'm not saying it would have been Washington State. Benedict Arnold was a stallion. And I'm talking about this is when generals led from the front, if they were worth their salt. He's the guy that captured Fort Ticonderoga. He's the guy that captured, uh, what was it, the Battle of Valcor Island. That was Lake Champlain. Battle of Ridgefield, um, Saratoga, Fort Stanwix, all of that. And then the Continental Congress made him a major general, but he kept getting passed over. And, in fact, a lot of the other um, generals were taking credit for what he did. And um, I think switching sides is dumb. But <laughs> he is the ultimate um, traitor. And, of course, um, talk about John Andre, the British general, and, and uh, Washington really admired uh, Major Andre. And when they captured him at West Point, they said, um, we'll let you hang yourself. And he said, thank you. And he did. I know. That's not nice. But they gave him 6,000 pounds, the British did, to switch sides. And, you know, Benedict Arnold burned New London, Connecticut to the ground. Um, he definitely... But here's the thing. King George loved him, but all the people in England thought he was a traitor because he was. And 10 years after the war, he died in England. And like I said, there's a St. Mary's Church, a little church right in Battersea, which is south of the Thames. And you can see the church right there, and he's buried there. The guy was born in Connecticut, and uh, yeah. So it just goes to show you, if you're being passed over for your job, switching sides might seem like a good idea, and it might make you rich. Live golf? No. I just do that in for fun. All right. Thanks for the emails, though. Rick at SportsByline.com. 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on back on Byline. Next up, straight talk from Doug. Ever notice that saying no offense is offensive? Like, no offense, but you're overpaying for your wireless. See? Offensive. That's the straight talk talking. Get unlimited plans as low as $35 a month from straight talk on America's most reliable 5G network. Available at Walmart and Walmart.com. On the $35 plan, first 10 gigabytes data at high speed, then 2G speeds. Refer to the latest terms at straighttalk.com. Based on most first place rankings, root metrics, second half 2022 assessments of 125 metros. Experiences vary, not an endorsement. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline Airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. 
I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72-33, and and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a He's so handsome. He's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Coming up in the next segment will be J.D. Sharp, and J.D. will uh, talk a little MLB. <clears throat> and then uh, we'll also uh, take your calls after that as well. But this is an open segment if you want to get in, 1-800-878-PLAY. Uh, Chris Paul, we talked about this yesterday, being traded to the Wizards, and we'll see what happens uh, next here as there was a rumors of being uh, re- reunited with the Clippers. <clears throat> but he said in an interview with the New York times, quote, it's tough. It is tough. Seriously. It is part of the business. And what you realize is that no one owes you anything, no matter how you are with them or what you do, you realize that this is th- that in this business, nobody owes you anything as it should be. But when it comes through and my son texts me, I realize that, you know, Matt Ishbia and Isaiah Thomas, I guess, just wanted to go in a different direction. And Paul said that he had talked to Suns president James Jones recently, and when asked if he was given any indication he was going to get traded to the Wizards, he said no, that he was very surprised. And, you know, this is a 12-time All-Star, obviously, but you know, on several occasions, he said the new owner there, Matt Ishbia and uh, Isaiah Thomas wanted to go in a different direction. Uh, Ishbia and Thomas have a close friendship that extends into the business world uh, as well. Uh, however, when uh, <clears throat> Ishbia became owner of the Suns in February, 
he said, and they said, what about Isaiah Thomas? He's your guy. He said, Thomas won't have a position in the team's front office and isn't part of the team transition. But Paul keeps saying over and over that it's Isaiah. So it's unclear what that means <laughs> outside of maybe, and it's not like saying that he hates him. But here's the thing. When Chris Paul goes to a new team, this is, if it happened once or twice or even thrice, you could say whatever, but five times now, before he went to the Hornets, they were playing 220 ball. The next year they played 463. The Clippers were at 390. The next year, 606. The Rockets were at 671. Next year, 793. The Thunder were at 598. Next year, 611. The Suns were playing 466 ball. The next year, 708. He improved all five teams his first year because he's a great player. I have seen enough of Chris Paul in the West in my life because he spent his entire career in the West, which means he has played the Warriors many, many times, many times in the playoffs as well. Playoffs. But there is something that I'm kind of tired of hearing that it sort of sounds like it's a bad situation. He said, uh, Chris Paul said his son texted him while he was on a plane to find out that he got traded. People were like, oh my gosh, he was on a plane? Yeah, that's when the trade happened. Do you have, is there some, people act like, oh, that's just so messed up. Do they know, he could be fishing, he could be skiing, maybe he's at a beach somewhere. Do you have to check with them and say, where are you right now? There's nothing wrong with trading a guy while he's on a plane. I said, well, you should have discussed it with him. Do you have to do that? No. It's nothing. As, as he just said, they don't owe you anything as it should be. He said it himself. It's a business. Hold on. We're going to pull the trigger on the trade. Let, let me just make sure he's not on a plane right now. Let me just text him. Are you on a plane? No? Okay. Just checking. Why? We'll get back to you. Don't worry about it. There's nothing wrong with that. It's like that David Spade bit. He said, whenever you break up with a girl, it's like, can you believe he broke up with me in my birthday month? Can you believe he broke up with me three weeks after Easter? Can you believe he broke up with me on a Thursday, which meant my weekend was ruined? He said, whenever you break up, it's always going to be something. Can you believe he did that then? Well, that's kind of in the trade world now. All right. <clears throat> Sticking in the league. The uh, the Warriors with Curry, Green, and Thompson, that might come to an end now that Draymond Green has pulled out even more than $26 million on a player option. He wants to be a free agent. Mike Dunleavy Jr., who to me was a toast player. We'll see how he is as a general manager. But he says they're going to do everything they can to try to get, keep their Draymond to stick around. Here's the thing. The most wins by a trio in playoff history – Curry, Green, and Thompson are third. 99 wins. Next is Ginobili. Next up, Ginobili, Parker, Duncan, 110. And the all-time is Michael Cooper, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Magic Johnson with 126. So when you win 99 playoff games as a trio, yes, that's something that is very... <laughs> Noteworthy. <clears throat> and one more thing. I thought John Morant's 25-game suspension, uh, which, by the way, he has a month to challenge, 
I thought he got off light. I thought he was going to be gone for the whole year. But the Players Association disagrees with me. They said Jaw has expressed his remorse and accepted responsibility for his actions, and we support him unequivocally as he does whatever is necessary to represent himself, our players, and our league in the best possible light. As to the discipline imposed, which keeps him off the court until December and requires some unstated conditions to be met before he can return, we believe it is excessive and inappropriate for a number of reasons, including the facts involved in this particular incident, and that is it is not fair and consistent with past discipline in our league. We will explore with Jaw all options and next steps. So as I said, <clears throat> he has 30 days to challenge the suspension, and how he does that is by filing a grievance with the league office. And then at that point, they would hire an arbitrator to come in and determine whether the suspension should stand or be reduced. What if they could increase it? Now, when the suspension was announced, Jaw said, I've had time to reflect, and I realize how much, I've, how much hurt I've caused. I want to apologize to the NBA, the Grizzlies, my teammates in the city of Memphis, to Adam Silver, Zach Kleiman, and Robert Para, who gave me the opportunity to be a professional athlete and have supported me. I'm sorry for the harm I've done. To the kids who look up to me, I'm sorry for failing you as a role model. I promise I'm going to be better. To all of my sponsors, I'm going to be a better representation of our brands. And to all of my fans, I'm going to make it up to, I promise. I'm spending the offseason and my suspension continuing to work on my own mental health and decision making. I am also going to be training so that I'm ready to go when I can be back on the court. I know my teammates are going to hold it down and I'm so sorry I won't be out there with you at the beginning of the season. I hope you'll give me the chance to prove to you over time I'm a better man than what I've been showing you, end quote. Now, these are all, I'm not saying he didn't write it, but this is what you're supposed to say. His lawyers and agent will say to, to do that. But he sounded very contrite. And to me, when I first saw that, I was like, oh, he also realizes he got off light. He'll be playing basketball in 2023. It'll be December, but we thought maybe he wouldn't be playing basketball until more than a year from now. That's what I thought, or at least half the season. And, of course, half the season would be, what, 40 games. So, But I also understand the union, too. They have to always be like, oh, I can't believe the injustice of that. If the union be like, yeah, 25 sounds cool. It's just a matter of Jaw saying, do I really, do I want to come back hat in hand or now do I want to fight this and have Adam Silver hate me more? I think he's not going to file a grievance. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back with J.D. Sharp. When you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, 
you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. All right. Uh, when we get J.D. Sharp, we'll throw him on the air. But lines are available if you'd like to chime in and talk sports at 1-800-878-PLAY. And here, here's the way I usually work, unless the guest is like Joe Montana. If somebody's late and then you call, I will let you finish your call. I won't go on and on and on, but I'll let you finish your thought. I won't immediately cut you off if the guest is late. Make them wait for a second. Yeah, that's how I do it. All right. <laughs> the draft is in two days. And Victor Wanbanyama, they say, is 
you know, he's got the best size ever. He's got Kevin Durant shot with Rudy Gobert's shot blocking. Seven foot four with a eight foot wingspan. LeBron says he's an alien. He's the best prospect we've ever seen. That's according to LeBron. Now, could he not live up to the hype? Yes. Rick, why do you say that? Do you have inside information? What do you know? The reason I say he might not live up to the hype, when you're the most hyped player ever, (laughs) that means you have to come in and be like LeBron. You have to say from day one, I'm going to the Hall of Fame, I'm going to play for 25 straight years, and I'm going to be in the finals in 20 of those years. So, of course, he might not live up to the hype because the hype has never been higher on a 19-year-old kid. Hall of Fame expectations. No doubt. Now, as I've said, one of the things about him being so tall and the way he handles the ball right now is if he tries to act like a point guard... When he's not one, that'll get exposed. The other thing is, is he has almost no muscle right now. He's basically a stick, and you think about the wear and tear on him. Uh, He still is 240 pounds, but he looks like he's 140 pounds. Uh, He played every game for Metropolitan's 92 this season. I think J.D.'s calling finally. And... The French Domestic League plays usually once a week, like football. And then the issue of him going up against bigger, stronger guys. So, yes, he could be a bust. (laughs) There's there's no doubt. All right, we do have J.D. Sharp of Pro Wagering and ProWagering.com. Talk a little MLB. J.D., with uh, Luis Arias of the Marlins going 5-for-5 and hitting 400 again, we know that he was the American League batting champ with Minnesota. They traded him to Miami for Pablo Lopez and a couple of prospects. Pablo Lopez right now is 3-4 and with a 4-4-0. I think this is highway robbery by Kim Ng down there in Miami so far, and it's always a dangerous thing when you trade a guy who rakes. So what do you think so far? crazy i mean this guy i don't even understand it honestly he just came out of nowhere and he's just hitting 335 350 now 400 i mean he actually has a legitimate chance hitting 400 it's his swing his swing is that level and the marlins are looking really good they've got yuri perez on the mound tonight he's actually four and one with a 180 ra about six eight 225 pitches one of them's 99 mile an hour and it's a sinker uh they were actually going to drop him down because he had pitched too many innings, but they're like, no, he's just he's our best pitcher right now. <laughs> and so we we gotta we gotta keep pitching him. And then you've got Solaire, he's got twenty one, twenty two bombs. And yeah, Lopez has been okay, but he kinda got hit hard yesterday against Boston. I mean he gave up three I think it was one to say three or maybe six runs. So uh, but he's just not very good at Minnesota. So it's it's really a, it's, it's a tough trade when and a lot of teams need to do this. You know, it really it, it matters where you're at when you're pitching. Uh, some people, some pitchers just aren't good in certain ballparks. And Pablo Lopez has never been good in Minnesota. And so why would you trade for a guy that isn't good at your ballpark? And so, the, yeah, the trade for them has, has not been good because he's not good at home. He needs five or six runs every single time he pitches for them to win that game. And this, this lineup 
because Correa is just not doing what he does. Uh, and Trino Karoloff was hurt, and Buxton's been hurt. They just aren't able to produce the runs they need to. So, yeah, I mean, obviously a highway robbery, 100%. And this Marlins squad, with Soler hitting the bombs and Arias getting getting on base for you know for Soler to knock them home, and then the pitching staff doing what they're doing, yeah, they're uh, they're, they're looking all right. They're, they're definitely they, they could be a team. I don't know if they're going to contend for the playoffs, but I mean maybe maybe they will be able to keep up their record. When you look how some divisions are strong and weak, I mean in the AL East, Boston is thirty-eight and thirty-five, which is last place, but thirty-eight and thirty-five is first place in the National League Central, and it's the Reds of all team. The Reds, they've won nine in a row. Joey Votto finally got to play for the first time yesterday, and what does he do? He hits a home run. So we just assume that Milwaukee would win that division, and, of course, you can't count out St. Louis. At least that's what I thought at the beginning of the year. And now yeah. <laughs> St. Louis is terrible. I told you that guy Marmol was a disaster. I'm just waiting for him to get fired. But my question is, is this just a hot streak for the Reds, or are they for real? Because I know they've got some good young talent. I just, you know, they're 500 at home. They're only three over. Are they going to be good enough to win that division? Honest, honestly, Rick, it's a really good question because Ellie De La Cruz has not been playing well. Like he's hitting like 250. Yeah, he steals bases. Yeah, every time he hits a ground ball, he's fast enough. I'm, used to, I'm sure you saw the the screamer that he hit the first base, and he still got a hit. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, Spencer Steer's playing well. Kevin Newman's playing well. Andrew Abbott has has come up and he's pitching pretty well. And they actually have a pretty decent bullpen, which is surprising. So bullpen's a big indicator for how how good a team's going to be. And I think that I'm I'm impressed with their bullpen you know, enough at this point that I think they're probably going to keep being relatively good. So, uh, yeah, Ellie's going to get better. I think I don't think he's going to get any worse. Now they have Otto back, and he's always been a 30, 35 home run guy. So yeah, they could. The, the Reds could could go away with that division, especially with Corbin Burns getting rocked like he's getting. I mean, yesterday I took him. I took him against the Diamondbacks. He didn't get one guy out for his first nine batters. He gave up six runs in the first inning. So uh, when you when you're that inconsistent and you don't have you know Yelich isn't playing at a high level, maybe he's just, he doesn't have PEDs. But you know you don't have that type of good offense behind you, and your aces aren't pitching well. You're not going to win any games. And so uh, I don't love I don't love the Cubs. I think they're going to be okay. I'm still kind of high on the Cardinals. They just can't pitch. They can't pitch at all. But Jordan Walker's back. He's got five bombs now. He's sitting like 310. Arenado's starting to hit well. Goldschmidt's bat's starting to act up as well. So I think the Cardinals still have a chance, but they have to trade. for. They need to trade Mason Wynn and maybe Liberator for a pitcher, for two or three decent pitchers, not prospects, pitchers, starting pitchers. But the problem is you don't know how good these guys are going to be because every one of them is, is having problems. For, I mean, almost every pitcher I'm seeing is having problems with this new pitch clock. There's, it's, it's creating so much inconsistency with the pitchers. Last question for you. I'll, I'll give you credit, as I do a lot, because you're usually right. When I was asking you a few weeks ago about teams around 500, who you believe in, and you mentioned San Francisco. Well, they've won eight in a row. They're the second wild card. They humiliated the Dodgers over the weekend, and now they're in second place with the Dodgers in third. The Giants have a lot of grit for not having a lot of fantastic players. Do you think they can keep it going? I mean, they're really built like the Rays. If you look at the team, they've got like five or six guys with 35 RBIs, maybe one with 40. Yastrzemski shows up one day. J.D. Davis shows up one day. Lamont Wade shows up one day. They play really good defense. Logan Webb is an ace, not like McClanahan, but he's still an ace. The problem is their bullpen's just not that good. So, um, I'm, I would say the verdict's kind of out on them. I'm, I really, I'm, it wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. If they kept winning, I wouldn't be surprised if they went on a five and fifteen losing streak. It just 
again, it's, there's, there's so much parity and inconsistency this year, and I think that that applies to the Giants as well. I think that's well said. Parity kind of makes it seem like everybody's kind of good. Inconsistency makes it sound like everybody stinks, and I'm more on that school. <laughs> <laughs> J.D. Sharp, ProWagering, ProWagering.com. Thanks for coming on, man. Hey, thanks a lot. We appreciate it. All right, and uh, as we get into the dog days of summer, which are usually July and August, and you think about you know these teams, especially in the Midwest, playing in front of these boiling hot fields and you're standing on turf and the the heat is coming up through I played on turf in college football and you can feel the heat coming up through your cleats uh, and anyway I, I wouldn't say we're in the dog days of summer yet we're in late June but San Diego the money they spent I mean getting Juan Soto and and you think about Darvish and Snell and Manny Machado, it just, you know, all these exciting pieces, they still are under 500. And they're a losing team on the road. They're a losing team at home. Uh, the run difference isn't horrific. They're still plus 21. But you just think about, you know, would, would Bob Melvin be on the hot seat? And then, of course, if you talk about spending over $300 million, the New York Mets, four games under at this point. They are a winning team at home. They stink on the road. But what's funny is that you think about how lame the National League Central is. They're 4-11 and against the Central. That means they're losing to the Pirates and the Cubs as well. All right, I'm Rick Tuttle. we got some open lines. Come on back at 1-800-878-PLAY. Tell me who's watching Who's watching me Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-345-2789. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Providers help thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-345-2789. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-345-2789. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-345-2789. 800-345-2789.
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. Can I be real with you right now? I mean, like, really, really real? Yes. I just thought about going out there for the second half, and a little bit of pee came out. Rick Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. Girl, you better get yourself in line. 1-800-878-PLAY. If you'd like to call in, this would be a good point. 1-800-878-7529. You know, something that I did not know about the Thompson Twins. Hold me now. Oh, amen and Asar. They're from San Leandro. Did you know that? Yeah. Uh, they're Bay Area guys. And when they uh, decided to not to go to college to play for um, overtime elite and move to Atlanta, it was a big deal because they didn't want to go away from their parents. But uh, knowing that they're basically – San Leandro is next to Oakland. We kind of lump people in. It's like Jason Kidd's from Alameda – We'll say Oakland. You know, we just kind of lump people in. But knowing that they're uh, Oakland guys now, I'm I'm rooting for them uh, more. But they'll both be gone by then. But number two, everybody is basically saying that Scoot Henderson has moved up. Uh, 
and <clears throat> they're talking about basically the next Russell Westbrook, except that the dude likes to play defense as well. Uh, Brandon Miller, uh, six foot nine wing combo as a true freshman at Alabama, he was the go-to option whenever they needed a hoop. And and listen, he's he's a fantastic player. We know that. Do you forget all the stuff off the field? Field the court? Yeah, I guess you do. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> and then you talk about the Thompsons. Which one goes first? And uh, keep hearing that it's going to be Amen and not Asar. They're saying that Tom, uh, Amen Thompson. They say might have the highest ceiling of anyone in the entire draft, just as much as physical tools. Now, let me give you an example of physical tools. Um, That would be the guy that the uh, Warriors drafted, and now they're trying to trade him. And um, so, I I mean, there's one thing to have tools and be able to capitalize on it. But then after him, everybody's looking at Cam Whitmore out of Nova, and they're saying... He's basically the next Miles Bridges, but, you know, he's probably had his name called very early. And then you have Osar Thompson. They say Osar Thompson is the next Andrew Wiggins. Well, Andrew Wiggins, and these are all comparisons. It's just so we can kind of wrap our heads around it a little bit. This will be the first time ever the twins will be separated in their whole lives. They know this, but they know they have to uh, grow up as well when they want to do that. And then after those top, it's basically those are the top six. And then you start getting into some more weird, I mean, it could be Jarris Walker um, out of Houston. It could be Anthony Black. That's another guy um, that's getting a lot of love. But uh, let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to New York City. Let's go to my man Charlie in Hell's Kitchen. What is up? Rick, uh, the A's, because I've been a fan for 40 years, send me emails and all that fun stuff. They sent me something for the all-star voting. <laughs> I tried to sign in I, I tried to sign in for Dave Revering, but they wouldn't accept <laughs> the name. So I, I, I'm not voting for anyone. I'm, I, in protest, I was going to vote for Revering, and then I was going to go a little more modern, maybe go for Derek Barton. It's anyway. funny you said that. I remember when his name was on the ballot, too. Yeah, you're seeing these names like... Um, when you go to the Coliseum, it'll say, don't forget to vote for Tony Kemp. I go, the guy who's hitting <laughs> 179. <laughs> I know. Isn't he even... The Mendoza's laughing at him. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I, I want to talk basketball. Before that, uh, baseball, Otani, you were talking about him before. Yeah. What's your gut feeling about him next year? Will he be in a Dodgers uniform, an Angels uniform, a Mets uniform? Where, where do you think he ends up? I think... Uh, I think he hasn't decided yet, and I think if the Angels make the playoffs, then I think they give him a package that makes Mike Trout look like he works at Seven Eleven and he stays. If they don't make the playoffs, I don't think any amount of money will keep him in Orange County. Okay. Oh, you don't. So Orange, uh, and so you think because uh, stuff you read online is the Dodgers are the prohibitive favorites. And then around in my neck of the woods, because uh, uh, Cone uh, spends money like a drunken sailor, yeah. he he will. He, and the way the Mets are performing, he 
he will literally just give him whatever he wants. But um, I would imagine it will be a big market team. Whether and and I'm sure uh, uh, and I'm sure in a few uh, once the season ends, you, you know, the Giants fans will all be convinced that Otani will be coming to the Giants, <laughs> and then right on the, right at the midnight witching hour, he will he will sign with another team. Anyway, basketball, real quick. You're talking about Chris Paul. If yeah. the Warriors are going in the direction of running it back, I would love that. I mean, do you agree? You would Paul on your team as a back. I don't know if you'd agree to be a backup guard, but uh, you know, he'd be as a as a member of the Warriors as the you know the first the guard off the bench or or you know whatever. If I, he if he doesn't fit as a starter, um, if he wanted to come off the bench and play eight minutes a game, then, yeah, but the amount of money they'd have to pay him for that, it's just not a fit right now with, I mean, if there was no Clay or Steph, knock on wood, then, yeah, but right now I, I just don't see him fitting in with the Warriors. Because there was a little rumor going out that them and the Clippers were trying to make a trade for him straight up before he was dealt to the Wizards. So, I'm, I'm, I, yeah, I'm wondering what the Warriors have in mind for him if they were seriously, if that is a true story, would they would they make him? Because he clearly wouldn't be a start. He wouldn't start in the you know that's Clay, and, unless they're anticipating both those guys missing about thirty games each. Well, I, I would think that if they got Chris Paul, then they would trade Clay Thompson. That's the thing. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You would think that. I I would think they would make him, and then they would move Pool because then he would jump in. And uh, and and take over that second unit. But that, Dun, yeah, Dunleavy said, Dunleavy said yesterday, we 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 know that Jordan Poole will be here at least four more years. I know, but do, is that just GM speak, <laughs> yes. or then the next the next day the next day he's traded for uh, uh, Singus or whoever? <laughs> Let me throw but, this at uh, you because I was absolutely flabbergasted when I found this out. Guess who on the Golden State Warriors is fourth? All time in threes. We know that Curry is one and Thompson is two. Who is fourth? Dominic, uh, don't look it up. Off the top of your head, I'll ask both of you. Who do you think is fourth all time? Both of you. Charlie? Oh, uh, uh, I, I, uh, Monte Ellis. Are you a current roster or uh, all, all time? All time. Now, of course, the three pointer didn't come in until what, the late 80s, but. Uh, I, I, my gut feel. I want to say Chris Mullen, but I don't know if he took enough. Yeah. I, I what do you say, Dom? Troy Murphy. It's oh Dr- my God. It's Draymond Green. Oh, wow. Can you believe never, that? Six hundred and eleven, which means he must have missed at least two thousand other ones. Wow. <laughs> I know, because, well, he's third in games, third in assists, third in steals, third in blocks. I'm I like, would, okay, yes, yes, would, yes, yes, yes. Fourth in three-pointers. Oh, my gosh. I would have I would have never, I would have picked Bogut over him. <laughs> I would have never. I would have picked Judd Bushler. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's that guy, Cardinal? Uh, the guy back in the day. Oh, my he, gosh. Uh, the, the, the janitor or whatever, the custodian, whatever his yeah, name that was. Yeah, that dude. Uh, all right, on that happy note, I'll, I'll keep listening, buddy. <laughs> All right, thanks for the call. It's Charlie out there in uh, New York City at 1-800-878-PLAY. Uh, yeah, the, the rumor mills the rumor mills are going wild right now. And 
One of them is that the Blazers are preparing an offer for Bam Adebayo. The other thing is is that the Clippers have made no movement on Chris Paul, by the way. Uh, We know that Bradley Bill landed in Phoenix on Father's Day. But, I mean, Pat Riley, do you want to deal with him? Um, You know, after all the speculation of maybe Lillard finally... It's hard for me to believe that Lillard's going into his 19th season. I remember hosting... Can you believe that? 38 years old. Damian Lillard? No, that's got to be wrong, right? 19th season in the league. I remember hosting a thing at the Oakland Coliseum for the Oakland Athletic League, and I remember Monty Poole said Damian Lillard's going to be going to the Hall of Fame, the rookie. That could have been 19 years ago, right? Now he's only 32. 32 years old. All right, well, I have some misprint. Anyway, speculation about Damian Lillard finally leaving Portland and going to the Heat that now <clears throat> we're getting reports from Yahoo Sports. Yahoo Sports! That it's actually, no, they're going to offer a lot to get Bam at a bio. Now, the defending East champs are probably not in a rush to deal a guy like that. But the Blazers have a very significant uh, offer that they this will be his 12th season. Thank you. The Blazers have a very significant offer. They can give up, this is the rumor, number three and 23 overall Last year's number seven overall pick, Shaden Sharp and Anthony Simons. What would you do, Dom? Do you take that? If I'm the Heat, yeah, I take that. But if I'm the Blazers, I'm not giving. I know you have to to get Adebayo. I'm not giving up Simons there too, though. Okay, three twenty-three, Shaden Sharp and an Anthony Simons. Whew. And Lillard and Adebayo apparently were best friends when they played together with Team USA. Adebayo is exactly the defensive centerpiece that they have not had, I would say, the whole time that he's been (laughs) in Portland. But because the Blazers are preparing to make such a significant offer does not mean that the Heat are even remotely interested in it. But the Blazers are finally seeking win-now pieces. And so, I mean, the Heat are coming off a trip to the finals. Why would they consider that? Also, rumors in Detroit. um, uh, Detroit is deliberating on a number of prospects, and the Jazz, who are loaded with draft capital after trading Gobert and Mitchell last season, they want to get Anthony Black out of uh, Arkansas, which would mean that Utah would trade 9 and 16 to get into the top five. Would I take 9 and 16? No, because I have seen over the years when you draft a lot of guys in the first round, it's Victor Alexander and Chris Gatling. I would rather get the stud at 5 than the other two guys at 9 and 16. These are things that must be considered. All things considered. Coming. Oh, wait, no, this isn't all. This is titillating sports. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back.
everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case. And even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738 that's 800-278-1738. Sometimes when I'm driving on the road at night, I see two headlights coming toward me. Fast, I have this sudden impulse to turn the wheel quickly, head on into the oncoming car. I can anticipate the explosion, the sound of shattering glass, the flames rising out of the flowing gasoline. Right. Well, I have to... I have to go now, Dwayne, because I, I'm due back on the planet Earth.
Tittle ain't the man, but Rick Tittle know who the man is, and he slapped his white fanny. Ah, a couple minutes left in the show. You know, we were talking about Otani today, and something you may not know, when he was coming out of high school, he told every team in Japan, don't draft me, I'm going directly to the United States. And every team backed off, except for the Hokkaido Nippon Ham Fighters. They drafted him, and they said, look, you have to sign with us. And he said, no, I'm going to pitch and hit in America. And he said, there's not one team in America. They might tell you that. There's not one team in America that's going to let you pitch and hit. They're going to make you pick. So they said, we're committed. His first season in the Japanese leagues, he hit 231, and he had a 3-2 and record. But the ham fighters kept with him. And then he started, he hit 330. By the time he left, he hit 322 with 22 home runs. He was 10 and 4 with a 186. So you think about his plan and what he was going to do and the, how the ham fighters had, or I should just say the fighters, Nippon Hams, the company. But the fact that they stuck with him and they promised him, and, and they were right. There's no team that was going to take a 19 year old and say, yeah, you can pitch and hit. He had to establish himself. And even then, when he came over, most people said, yeah, this ain't going to work. Oh, it's working. <laughs> we will work tomorrow at 9 a.m. pack time for another edition of Titillating Sports. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.